I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Guy, and a Rose. Where two black-ass girls and one black guy invade the whitest show on earth, The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And I'm Mike Johnson. Yay! <laughs> we are so, so hyped. We have Mike mm-hmm. Johnson on the podcast. Um, we were just telling him, actually, we have not done an interview in like in this year a minute yep. so mm-hmm. what better person to just reopen that right. uh that whole world back up to us than yeah. mike what's going on mike good morning good morning good morning good morning he's going good he's got his um signature do-rag yep, on. yep we got do-rag mike do-rag mike yep already know what's up <laughs> i love it so you were you were in new york last week was i was in new york yeah two today's like yesterday, I was in New York, or the day before. Oh day shit! Before. You were just here. Damn, we just oh, missed recording with you. Missed each other by one day. Yeah. Fuck. Sunday to Tuesday, I was in New York. Sunday to Tuesday. Okay, and I was out. I got yeah. back from Hawaii on Tuesday. So. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't gonna work. Shit. How was your New York trip? Like, what did you do here? What are you doing here? Uh, I did Ink Magazine, which is like the dopest thing ever to be able no to No way! Of. You did like a photo shoot with them or like you doing... I did a, I did a photo shoot slash interview with uh, Ink Magazine, so that was pretty dope. And then I did... Uh, the Brooklyn Nets had us out and we did some stuff with them. Yeah, then I did another photo shoot. Oh. And I just went to dip my little brother. Oh. Oh, Derek. Yeah. Nice. How many tattoos do you have? I didn't realize you were that tatted up. I'm not really. I'm not. Uh, I was like, when I went up to Ink, I was like, am I even deserving to be in your magazine? <laughs> I just have one, two, three, four, like five, six. Okay. So when you come to New York, where do you stay? Where do you stay and where do you eat? Those are two mm. most important. As New York, New York dwellers, yeah, we need to figure this out. What are you doing when you get here? I just, uh, I just stay with Tyler. That's the last, the last few times I've been in New York. I stayed at uh, Tyler's house. Him and Matt, his roommate. Pretty dope. Oh, nice. That's so nice. Is that Manhattan or Brooklyn? Uh, Manhattan. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. So, uh, Lower East Side, I think, right? 
Okay. Okay. So we don't want to out Tyler too. Don't go looking for Tyler on Lower East Side. No, Give the man yeah, some privacy. Mm-hmm. Crazy ass woman. <laughs> Definitely the email. Him and Matt been super hospitable. Oh, that's great. Uh, let me tell this spot. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and I just had dinner at Vandal. I think that's what it's called. Vandal. My little brother, he kind of bougie. So I'll be like, <laughs> tell me where you want to go. I'll be like, all right, bro, whatever. Mm-hmm. Ever <laughs> so call- what should I be when I go to New York, though? Ooh. I mean, our go-to favorite is Peking Duck House. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is in Chinatown. In What's China- called Peking Duck House? Peking Duck House. Duck so they house. do, like, roast duck. Oh. Um, it's BYOB. Oh, yeah. so oh, it's a- oh you like duck? You? Oh, love it. You have to go there. Yeah. I'm really, I'm writing it down. I know I <laughs> Peking Duck House, there's two, but go to the one in Chinatown. Yeah. Um, get the Peking Duck, get mm-hmm. the General So Chicken. The dumplings. The dumplings are the best dumplings. Yeah. Um, so that's a go-to. Pizza, my favorite pizza place is Bleecker Street Bleecker Pizza. Street. Yeah. Um, if you want a good slice of margarita, that is like my go-to. I mean, there's pizza mm-hmm. all over New York, but I say Bleecker Street Pizza and Prince Street Pizza are my two favorites. Mm. So make sure you do that. Yeah, right and now. and then you have to come up to Harlem. Do you ever come up to Harlem? Yeah. Uh, when I th- when I think of Harlem, I think of ASAP Mob, right? And yes. <laughs> oh, ASAP. You make me want to buy clothes. Like, <laughs> that's what I, when I think of Harlem. That's what I think of. I just want to listen to ASAP buy clothes. Buy clothes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could do those. You things. could do those. <laughs> yes. Coming up to Harlem. Uh huh. Come to, you can eat at Amy Ruth's. Mm-hmm. That's the best chicken and waffles. And they have really good roots. Right. Yeah. Uh, yep, we see you. Take the notes. Red Rooster is like bougie. There's a speakeasy downstairs. So mm-hmm. it's like fun to go down there because it's a fun place to go out. What, what like, I want, you know, some good music. Yes. A good place in Harlem, but I think it's closing, Underbar. Oh, Underbar is a dope-ass spot. Yeah. Great music. Yeah, like, you know Harlem? Yeah, I live in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the spot. You talk about mm-hmm. thick ladies, thickums. Mm-hmm. That's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying we like I'm thick, but I know I am a part of that club. <laughs> yes, but yeah, a lot of great spots. If you ever come back, let us know. We could definitely show you a good time in mm-hmm. uptown. If you want to do an uptown yeah. trip, we got you. I'll be back in like probably three weeks. What? Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, I'm always New good. Oh, we are. Well, come, well then, come hang uptown, for yeah. sure. I can't show you the Lower East Side life, but we'll show you the Harlem, Washington Heights life. <laughs> Lower East Side life, wow. Yeah. Um, so where are you calling us from right now? Uh, the crib, not, not my house. In, oh, he's showing us a oh, tour. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Nice. We need some art on the walls, Mike. Yeah, Where's wow. <laughs> well, I mean, one... In the last 40 days, I think I've been in my apartment six. No way. Yeah, I'm never, ever, ever, ever in my home. So. Wow. Yeah. Where are you? So you obviously you got flewed out to New York, but where else are you traveling to? So much. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm about to go to Dallas on this coming weekend. Nice. And then L.A. And then Ohio. And then New York. Ohio. And then back to San Antonio. Oh, my God. Wow. Damn. Like that's why I think over the next that's over the next twelve days or ten days. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Are you liking this <clears throat> nomadic life or do you miss mm-hmm. kind of being settled in your like do you miss your apartment in like San Antonio? Uh no, like this is something I haven't said this on air, 
but like Dean, you know, from the show, he lives mm-hmm. in the van. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. I have a one of my goals to be financially free. Yep. By the age of thirty five. Yep. Wow. And I'm, I'm about to be two in like a couple of days, mm-hmm. and so I considered a lifestyle of Dean's, but uh. No way. I, I I miss having a routine mm-hmm. in comparison to miss having an apartment. I'll say it like that. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. So no, where you lay your head, not necessarily the issue. It's just kind of having like a very regimented kind of routine to keep you on track. Yeah, I prefer a routine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't going to front. When I go to my bed, you know, my bed is the greatest bed there is. So mm-hmm. I can't show you how to bed, you know, you got that closed dog. <laughs> where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. Can't see all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you said it. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. So speaking of LA, because you said you're going to LA soon, no? Yeah. I'm going for my birthday. I'm going to uh oh. it's a place called Magic Castle. Magic Castle. Oh, I know something's going down at the Magic Castle. Oh, yeah. That sounds like Nah. Is that a restaurant just, or a club? It's just a spot where they do magic at. Like something oh, really dope. Oh, like literal magic. I thought it was a strip club by the name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, so they do magic. You're thinking of Atlanta. I'm thinking of Magic yeah, City. Right? Houston. Yeah. Yeah, Magic City. We, hey, we three of us can turn up at Magic City. <laughs> I've always wanted to go, personally. Me too. I know. Wait, so what's Magic... What's What goes down at Magic Castle? Yeah, Magic Castle? What is it? Magic Castle is legit magic. If I'm taking me, uh, my homeboy, his lady, uh, uh, for my birthday out there. This is spot where they do some really cool exclusive magic. It's an exclusive spot to go to. Oh. Um, I hope I see some like Chris Angel type magic. Yeah, you know? David Blaine. David Blaine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, can we backtrack a second? Because you said something about so Dean, Dean's lifestyle of living in the van and whatnot. That's something you said you've thought about for yourself. So, prior to knowing the bachelor, prior to knowing who Dean was, I had I considered it because like. I'm just super into my finances, but I've I've figured out other ways to do it, which is just to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. And I'm just a disciplined person. So while y'all talking noise about my three-year-old Android, (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is. Yeah. I I bought a 2014 car. I bought that car probably 10 times just being blessed, but hey, Mm -hmm. I don't need to. That's true. Yeah. 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 Live conservatively if you want to hit specific financial goals. So, Mm -hmm. no, that makes sense. I mean, I still Tournament was spending too much money, like on dinner with my brother. I want to be all bougie. Yeah. But <laughs> for the most part, you know, I'm frugal. Good. Okay. Like that. Yeah. I'm all about that life. Yeah, you well. definitely are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't shop and try to live very small mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as possible. So, um, like now, instead of mm-hmm. buying some expensive ass furniture, mm-hmm. I gave myself a budget, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have a nice apartment, but the furniture in here. Uh, I mean, you know, I haggled. I, I was like, "Yo, give me the give me the floor model couch," mm-hmm. you know, because when I get married, that's when I'll do all that. You know, do yeah. it big, the exactly. Cribs interior. Right now, it's MTV cribs on a budget. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. When you get married, you get stuff for free. So that too, nice. So speaking of Mike getting married, mm. let's just dive yeah. straight into the topic that everyone wants to know about. Yep. I mean. I can't even tell you some of the some <laughs> of the comments and messages <laughs> that, that we have gotten, we have gotten mm-hmm. from people. Ask Mike this, ask Mike that. It's all give Mike my number. <laughs> yes, 
all related to your dating life and what's going on there. So tell us, like, how, I mean, you're not really in San Antonio much, but, like, how was Mm -hmm. dating pre-bachelorette? What was going on in your dating world, like, in San Antonio? Were you dating online? Like, how were you meeting people? What were you doing? I definitely did a match. I definitely did a no catch. Wow. Yeah, I definitely did. I did Bumble for like a hot second. Mm-hmm. I, did. I think I did. Every time I've downloaded Tinder, I've deleted it in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Tinder, you know, mm-hmm. but man, just being 100. All right. Uh, San Antonio is, I mean, there's like 1.7 million people here, but like, and the military's here, but the nightlife scene is just not worth that. Mm-hmm. Not, so I think the ladies here, they go to like a nice restaurant and they go to like the nice gyms. Mm, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, I was going to like LA Fitness. And That's like a nice gym. So I wasn't meeting nobody there. And then I was working my ass off as a financial advisor, like mm. 100 to 110, 15 hours a week. Wow. And I would normally on the weekends, if I did, if I was free, I would go to Dallas, go to Houston. Okay. You know, travel. Where else? Go to Arizona. Go to Austin. So I I did not give San Antonio the opportunity like I should have. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you were interesting. So you were like on the online dating scene and like really searching. Yeah. Try. Yeah. That's it. You know, I'm, I'm. Especially, I think it happened when like I caught myself. I got like a gray hair. Like a single gray hair. <laughs> oh boy. Like, Just bro, one. It's time. I can't be that dude. That's 48. Yeah. Club. No. I cannot be that dude. No. Yeah. That's not no. a good look. No. <laughs> it's not. Because, like, I'd be like, bro, how you 48? You ain't never been married one time? Yeah, like, that's no, a problem. Like, no. You're you just playing a field for your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Even too short. I got a kid now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to grow. <laughs> you, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Wow. So you were really looking. So... One one question I've always wanted to ask someone like you. So someone who, in my opinion, is very conventionally attractive and very conventionally good looking. You have a good face. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. You got a great smile. You got a good face. But you got a good face. You do. Just being. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. So. You can't possibly have trouble attracting girls. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like, what, what are issues that you are facing in the dating world with meeting women? That's a real question. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I know exactly what I want, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also, let's be 100 about it. I was in a relationship. We broke up. I was, like, heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Didn't leave the house for, like, you know, 10 months. And then mm-hmm. the ladies that I met directly after... Uh, I wasn't wanting nothing serious, right? Because I was my my heart was still hurt. You mm-hmm. know? And then once I got a heartbreak, then I can answer your question. Then mm-hmm. it came down to, y'all know exactly what I want, right? I want um, someone who is ambitious, someone who like if I showed y'all my bedroom, I'm looking right now. I have my vision board. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. uh, I got my goals right there. I'm look, looking at my goals, right? Yeah. I want someone who doesn't think I'm a dumbass, but someone who says. Oh, oh wow, that's you know I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll show y'all right here, mm-hmm. my little man. I got books galore, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I I uh, value someone that 
wants to grow themselves. But then also, I like someone who could be a, a freak in the sheets, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. triple threat. I like, who, I like someone who I can take home to my mom, but then when I take them around my homies, they're not acting like prude. Mm, okay. Okay. So they can yeah. adapt and be comfortable yeah. around different circles of people. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, what I found was, and obviously there's things wrong with me as well. So I'm not like the ladies that I've talked to, I'm sure they're like, Mike wasn't this, Mike wasn't that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but from my perspective, I don't see the point in making you my girlfriend unless I can see a potential marriage with you at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Bro, I don't, I talk noise to all my cousins. I'm like, bro, you got like 10 girlfriends last year. Like, What's the point? What's the, yeah, what's yeah. the point? Yeah. Like I've had uh, one girlfriend in my since in my 20s or whatever, and I really thought I was gonna marry that woman. I was with yeah. her basically half my 20s, or mm. I half like three years of my 20s, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought I was gonna marry her, right? And so if I don't see wifey material in you, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna wait neither one of our time. I'm gonna like mm-hmm. you know. Chuck the deuces. Yeah. I don't want ghost people, but I'm gonna chuck the deuces to you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's that's how I would date. Like, yeah, I'm dating with the end goal of marriage eventually. Like, yeah. I don't have, especially at this age, you won't have a lot of free time. So if I'm gonna spend my free yeah. time with you, mm-hmm. you have yeah. to be worth it. There yeah. has to be a destination to this. I'm not just gonna have a boyfriend just to have a boyfriend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no. You mean a placeholder? Like, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, for me, I look for someone that can play spades and talk shit. <laughs> someone that can go, you know, um, be sweet around my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone that could motivate and be a sister to my sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone that can put me in check and help me grow when I'm being weak and being a little punk. Mm-hmm. How old is your sister? She grown. She's 29. She just turned 29. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a, like a good vibe. Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. Be a, like, you know, whoever I marry, I want them. I want the things that my sister doesn't feel comfortable coming to me for. I want her to be mm, like, oh, okay. I'm sister-in-law, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So now that you are post-bachelorette, how do you date yeah. being a public figure with hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers? Like, are you on Raya? Are you just meeting people at restaurants? Like, what, what are you doing? I never heard of Raya. What is that? Raya is like that. Raya. It's like that dating app for celebrities and influencers. Yeah, I think you have to be like invited you be, yeah, or yeah. have like specific number Approval. of Instagram. Uh, I guess I'm not qualified enough for that. You but, gotta hop uh, on. I'm are. sure you, you are. Definitely <laughs> are. <laughs> but uh, I just to be 100. Now it's like, okay, does she just want to sleep with me? Does she just mm-hmm. want? the like to take a picture with me mm-hmm. and like get some get some clout hey Migo said they do anything with clout mm-hmm. or does or does she like like me for me and like me uh and and does she want to talk noise because i gotta enjoy does she want to talk noise because <laughs> oh my I'm drinking lots of water like, you know does she like me for me does she like me for all the books i'm looking at right now mm-hmm. and so i decipher between those right and i could i feel like i could decipher quickly okay um and then, I mean, the obvious, I got to be attracted to you. Looks attract personality keeps. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. feel like 
people say that, and I'm an honest person, so mm-hmm. definitely I got to be sexually attracted to you, and then obviously your personality is going to keep me engaged. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess you have to have a very good judge of character because I'm sure you're meeting a lot yeah. of people, yeah. and it's like you have to read them really quickly. Is this somebody mm-hmm. who's genuine, or do they want something from me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, to be honest, like I'm always on the go. So, like, mm-hmm. if I were to, let's say, Justine, you and I were to talk, like, mm-hmm. I'm a very good communicator, uh, but even by being a very good communicator, you might not be okay with me being on the road, right? Right. Like, I think that depends on the confidence level of the young lady and also True. of the kind of life that they have. I... Um, personally tend to not worry so much of like oh where are you at because i'm in 42 different places at one time (laughs) right um so i wouldn't mind that as long as people can i can come together with my man at the end of the day um but there are some ladies who need to have you like on call Mm. some ladies are like that i'm not one of those ladies because i don't have that kind of time (laughs) (laughs) see that's what i like i like an ambitious woman that got her own life yeah exactly yeah you got to exactly and i'm in new york this rent is expensive like what (laughs) chasing you around on text right crazy (laughs) (laughs) new york definitely expensive yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. um i love new york it's the best it is it It is is the the greatest yeah Mm -hmm. So what was the last date that you went on? <laughs> wow, he laughs. Uh, Instant laugh. Yeah. I, I could say, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going on dates. I'm yeah. sure. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Also, uh, you want to know, like, what we did? Like, when was it? Yeah. Where did you guys meet? Uh, what did you do? Uh, like, what was it like? How did the date go? I'll tell you this. I met a girl that I went to a Tony Robbins convention. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Go. And I met a girl there. I thought that was dope. Interesting. Uh, she was like, and see, this this, this is exactly what I'm talking about. She went to a Tony Robbins event. Despite how we feel about Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. she went and by herself to, like, better herself. Yeah. I thought that was super sexy and attractive off top, right? Yep. And then, and then she was attractive, you know? Yep. So I, my first thought was, wow, you know, here's a young lady. She's at this event by herself trying to get her you know whatever she's trying to get she's trying to level up mm-hmm. so I thought that was off top mm-hmm. um, so I met someone there okay uh, I've learned now how to DM properly so <laughs> okay how does yeah what is what's so you're sliding in DMs yeah or people you're just responding to the people um both. <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> that face was both. That was both. <laughs> we'll answer for you. Which question? Which question? Um, I think still to this day, I said it before, I, I've, I've seen one girl's DMs before. She's never responded. Ever. Oh, no. No. Yeah. I've seen one girl's DMs for sure. Okay. She's, yeah, she, she's, yeah. She bad. Oh. <laughs> that was that look. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She wanted them. I was like, ooh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Listeners want to know, like, so do yeah. you take seriously when girls slide into your DMs? I'm sure that's happening all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Like, do you actually go through them and, like, vet them? Like, is this, are people wasting their time or are you actually looking at these? No, not at all. <clears throat> Definitely not. I would say that I'll even tell you how I how I do it. Like, if I see the DM, right, I don't, because I, I, I don't see every single one. Mm-hmm. But if I were to see the DM, 
uh, and I click on your page, I'm going to laugh. If you say something funny and catchy, I'm going to laugh. That might get my attention. Mm. Like, some of the stuff would be hilarious. I'm like, that's cool. That's funny. I like that. Mm. Uh, or if you're very serious and you write a thought-out message, I, I do pay attention to that as well because I'm incredibly thoughtful, and so I pay attention to that also. Mm. Uh, then I'll probably, if your page is blocked, I'm, oh, I'm probably going to be Yeah, done. I mean, no. That's, if you can't see anything, yeah. that's the point. <laughs> I'm just, no offense. I don't care how amazing you are. page blocked. Um, just, it's, just, it's over at that point but if I can yeah. see your page mm-hmm. it's like uh, y'all remember that show Room Raiders back in the day on MTV yeah. yes but going through someone's IG is like it's like Room Raiders yeah <laughs> I get to check you out you know you can see some things I see mm-hmm. oh you have a child or oh you you just got a relationship or oh you're definitely friendly with your friends or whatever the case may be I can see those things mm-hmm. and then I see uh, how I see any of my taskmates that you follow, right? Mm. So, like, if you follow, if you follow all the guys but none of the girls, right? Mm. I'm like, mm, yeah, nice. really? Mm. You know, red flag. Well, I'm giving you, I'm giving the, I'm giving the listeners some real talk. Though. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Listen up, ladies. Mm-hmm. All the guys but none of the girls. I'm like, mm. nah, you want some clout? Yeah. Or if you, uh, if I see you follow specific individuals let's say you follow <clears throat> three people I'm not going to name none of them right I'm like okay that means you like those individuals for what they're about mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Uh, find out that's what's up um, if I see on your page you got to like let's say you some girl that's like what did you say I was like you said something about good looking constructively good looking or something you said oh like conventionally good conventionally good looking yeah. yes let's say we see a all of us see a girl that's conventionally good looking mm. and she got like all these celebrities. I'm like, nope. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, mm. Let's say, I mean, I, I pay attention to everything. Really? Mm. Yeah. You got to, though. You really have like to. Like Tasha said earlier, you got to be a good judge of character mm-hmm. now that you're a public figure. Really good. If you come at me like, hey, Mike, I heard that you like big brothers, big sisters, you want to work with them. Um, I'm in the Atlanta chapter, I can put you in contact with this person. Mm. I'm like, oh, I would probably definitely respond to you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you guys That's got it. some tips there, yep. ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta round out that Instagram. Uh, right. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so we want to transition a little bit. We have some questions about a little bit about Hannah's season and your time with Hannah. And so I don't know if you listen to any prior episodes of our podcast. Um but there are some times that we clowned you mm-hmm. a little bit because you sure. seem to make these very big, profound statements. You know, Hannah's your fourth queen. This is one of the greatest days of my life. Like, walk us through how exactly one develops such big, profound feelings for someone that you seemingly spend very little one-on-one time with. <laughs> like, so, so let's say mm-hmm. you and I go on a and it was a great day. Mm-hmm. And immediately after the day, my homie is like, so, how was the day? Mm-hmm. Like, if it was a great day, I'm like, yo, it was amazing. Uh, and then you ask me the question of, can you see yourself with her? I'm like, I mean, of course I want to go on more, more dates with her, but I definitely can see myself with her as of right now. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know? Okay. Uh, that's it. And then... I did say you were great. I did say you were awesome. I did say I could see myself with you, but you cut out the part to where I said, yeah, we got to keep on going on more dates. Mm. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it sure does. So it's like you're giving honest reflections of uh, you enjoyed spending your time with Hannah. Yes. Yeah. And they probably cut out like, oh, and I have to get to know her more. Right. <laughs> it sounds like the Bachelor producers. Yep. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so. Honestly, I didn't deny that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. did you feel like you really, do you feel like you really got to know Hannah? Or was there so much? Because I remember there was a little hesitation with like bringing her home for hometowns. Like, mm-hmm. did you feel like you really got a good grasp of who this girl is? Or was there like, oh, we're so far behind. I have so much I need to learn about this person before I can really say she's the one. Well, yeah, she definitely, well, obviously she's not the one because I ain't with her. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But if I would have made it, if she would have liked me to be there to get like a fantasy suite, mm-hmm. that would have been able to determine if I can see myself talking to her longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate to have two dates with her. A lot of guys didn't have two dates with her. Right. Um, and we talked, but it wasn't like, 24 hours of continuous conversation. Right. right. Yeah. <clears throat> it might have been eight to 10 hours or whatever of talking. And she's dope. She's hella clumsy, hella goofy. Mm-hmm. I love those type of things. Mm. Uh, she know I play spades, so what's up? <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but that's like, you that's, play spades. It's a like, huge thing for you. <laughs> it's a huge thing for a lot of guys. <laughs> yeah. Spades or domino bones, I like you already. Bones. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it's just my thing. But mm-hmm. uh, I would have had to talk to her more. Yeah. Yeah. I have no problem saying that. I would have had to talk to him more. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, if I was, I'm sure R&B, you know, Rachel and Brian. Oh, um, yeah. They got more chance to speak outside of how many ever dates that Rachel wanted to go on with Brian. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, that so. makes sense. Time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just need time. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. always our biggest thing is watching the show. It's like, these people have such little time. Like, how are we making such... Big, uh, like, how are the connections so strong if mm-hmm. you spend such little time with people? That's why I kind of went off on a loop at the, on the freaking very first group day. I'm like, hi, how are you talking about you, you, you falling in love with her? Right. You, mm-hmm. you so, like, I'm, I'm being genuine in my in my reflection. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can say I like you. You know, I can say I'm feeling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That doesn't go to say that I want more time with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the clips. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I wanted the last date I went on. Um, I wanted more time with her, but I definitely talked to the homies afterwards and was like, "Bro, she fine, or bro, bro, like she she made me want to level up, right? Mm-hmm. I can say all these wonderful, astounding things about her, mm-hmm. and if you leave it, if you leave it at that, all you see is that, right? But then you don't hear the part to where it's like. I bet I've been I'm, I'm experienced I've been on a lot of dates you know I want to, I want to see what else she about yeah yeah yeah. yep they conveniently cut those out <laughs> yeah they sure did <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man well if you had made it to hometowns how would you have like organized your day back in your hometown how would you have prepared your family before they met Hannah like what would you have told them yeah I would have said hey it's a white girl come home you know uh <laughs> I like her. Uh, mom, how you feel about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had those, I had those conversations before going on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I say that, like, so I don't want no one to get it confused. I'm just being extremely transparent, honest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> 
mom is a beautiful spirit who don't uh my grandma, let's say that. My grandma, she's a lot more open. My mom, okay. she ain't as open. Oh, oh wow. wow, okay. Yeah, my grandma's my grandma's just hey, love is love, love. Yeah. You know, my mom is starting to come to that mm-hmm. conclusion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my mom, it don't matter, like if I bring a woman home, whether it's on TV or not, and I say this on TV, if I bring a woman home, that means I'm really feeling you. Right, of course. Okay, let's say I was the bachelor, right? If I bring a woman home, my mama, like, turn its screens off, turn its screens on, like, I'm really, truly feeling you. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and my family knows that because I don't bring women home. Right, my, right. My sister has always said, man, my brother made it, you made it this far with my brother, I, I automatically like you. Wow, that means know. something, yeah. Yeah, because like I'm a, I'm, I'm big and saying nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that just speaks to you valuing not only your time and yourself, but also your family's time, mm-hmm. and not wanting yeah, to, definitely. you know, waste any of their emotional. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want it to be a point to where I've never dated a girl named Brittany. But I'm saying girl named Brittany, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or. Jasmine, right? Let's say Brittany and Jasmine, right? I've never dated either one of them type women with those names, so I'm going to use those names. I don't ever want mom to be like, okay, Mike, you're dating Jasmine, but Jasmine's not as good as Brittany is because that's going to piss me off. Mm-hmm. And be right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, don't do that, you know? Uh, because I'm a big component of, like, I love my mom to the fullest, but at the same time, like, the woman that I bring home, she's I'm potentially going to make her my wife so therefore you need to respect her right and so I don't need to be bringing 50,000 women home right <laughs> yeah that's true mm-hmm. to even give the opportunity for your mom to yeah to judge <laughs> to judge in the way yeah and get emotionally invested that too yeah, yeah. yeah exactly emotionally yeah. invested I don't want um, being in love with Brittany then I break up with Brittany then three months later I bring home Jasmine right right and then she's and still, she gotta be nice to Jasmine she's like, still getting Brittany? over Brittany yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah no, that makes that makes total sense. Yes, it does. Um, another question I have. So Hannah, she's single. And one thing I've always wondered, like when The Bachelor, The Bachelorette ultimately breaks up with their final rose, their fiance, which, you know, we've seen the track record. It happens <laughs> quite a bit. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always curious why they don't then go and date their former contestants. To me, that makes the most sense. Because you've already established uh, sparks with people, but why isn't Hannah like you know trying to slide into your DMs or mm-hmm. dating other people? Like, what do you think? You know, what happens after the show? What happens to all those sparks you guys had? You know, I was thinking the other day. I was like, I don't think Hannah's ever commented on one of my pictures. Damn, Hannah! What? <laughs> really? So yeah, what happens? Yeah, to like the friendship, the what? connection, the sparks that. And we know she's like, busy. Hannah, like, busy, like we're, we should be friends now, right? Yeah, that's uh, what I'm thinking. But uh. But I don't know. I can't answer that question. I've never been the lead. I've never been the bachelor or the bachelorette. Uh, I, I would think that, may, I don't know, maybe Hannah has spoken to Peter. Mm, true. Maybe Hannah has <laughs> that is true. To, yeah. Maybe Hannah has spoken to one of the other guys. Uh, I wasn't in her top four choice, so mm. I would yeah. speak to that. I know for me, if I were a bachelor and I broke up with the woman that I we mutually chose to be with, I'm not probably going to reach out to other one of the other women because it's kind of like you can hold that veil over me of second, like I was your second choice. Mm. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or third show. Third or fourth. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. I also think it's still a viable pool of people. (laughs) I think so, too. Especially if you were down in, like, the teens like if you were like 15th to go right i would definitely slide into that deal yeah i didn't get to know you better I let's get to know you better i mean let's start this over again huh. i don't know it makes sense Those to people me people did go through a, a a similar is different for the lead but they went through a similar experience so they definitely have that connection mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah I don't know. but then also maybe the lead didn't like every single person you know that too. Yeah, that's just, there's 30 of them. So that right. makes There's sense, probably so. a solid, like, five that you actually yeah, like, yeah, gave a shit that about. Yeah, you really maybe. like. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say solid three. I mean, 10%. Wow. Or, yeah. yeah, okay. 10%. Yeah, that's true. All right, finance. In 10%. terms of, like, human connection, yeah. It's <laughs> percentages. <laughs> um, so being on the show obviously opens up greater opportunities for you, especially if you make it far as long as you did. And we've always said that contest- contestants who go on the show would be stupid to go on the show to only seek love because you have a one out of 30 chance of actually getting it. Um, and you seem very smart, sensible, practical. So what other opportunities were you open to as soon as you found out I'm going to be on The Bachelorette? So being completely 100, I had zero inclination that <laughs> there's an opportunity after The Bachelorette. Wow. Uh, I, think, I think that's why... I was chosen to be on the show. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. I had like 900 to 1,100 followers on IG at the time. Mm. Um, I think I just reactivated my IG, to be honest. I uh, I didn't realize how big the show was until we were like on week four. Like, wow. <laughs> these things, yeah, they just never, like my business aspirations I've had those prior to, you know, I, I told y'all about my, uh, my like whiteboard or things mm-hmm. that I have going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can't speak to that. I really didn't have no other, I'm like, bet I might find a white was good. Wow. So you truly <laughs> went on for love. The unicorn that went on just for love. Yeah. When I hear that, I'm like, ain't that what it's supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it's supposed, that's what's supposed to, be. to be, but I always just assume people must go on with other yeah, intentions with because you might go home anytime, yeah. any week. I mean, you have a one and in the, 30 chance. The chances are so low. That's why we think so. Yeah. It's not like there's 10 of you. You, like. you, can, you can say the chances are so low, but I don't, I don't even look at it like that. I look at it as, and this is about to sound like my homies will say, this is some Mike Johnson stuff. Uh, if I want you, if I want you, I'm going to come at you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you, you want to know. And if you want me back, you want me back. And if you don't, you don't. Uh, I don't look at it as, I mean, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't look at it as a chance. I look at it as if I were to go to, let's say I went to, uh, uh, they just have, what's a fest, a music fest in New York? Give me a music fest. Governor's Ball. Oh, Gov Ball. Golf Ball, right? Yeah. Gov. A Governor's Ball? Yeah, Governor's, Governor's Ball. ball. <laughs> Close. Let's say I went to the governor's ball, right? And there's 10,000 people there and 5,000 women. Let's say I like 1,000 of them. I don't care if there's 3,000 guys. If I, I'm going to come holla at you. Mm. you know? Okay. I don't care about percentages. I'm going I'm to let it be known that I want you to like you. And so mm. it's up to you to make that decision. Okay. So the chance, the risk factor, you're just going all in. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Shit. <laughs> Baby, if I want you, I'm coming. You're going to go. <laughs> Got it. Very direct. Okay. We're learning. Um, another random question. I've, <laughs> I 
Another random question I've had about, like, the process. Like, seeing how the producers can sometimes meddle in the drama. You know, we like to think about Luke. Luke stayed on the show so damn long. That for us, there had to have been some type yeah, of producer some help chirping in Hannah's yeah. ear. Is there, was there not a fear um, from you of maybe them potentially editing you in a certain way, even especially being a black man on a super white show? Yeah, I thought that, I did think that thought. I was like, man, you know, I could be edited any kind of way. But I'm glad that I went on the show and I now have, I know how it's edited. And this is how I, this is the analogy I give. So when I'm in the gym, I use colorful words, right? But when I'm around my mother, not one colorful word comes out. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so both sides of me are true. Mm-hmm. Whichever side I do more of, let's say I curse mm-hmm. 80% of my day, mm-hmm. then you are, producers are going to show more of that because that's what's natural, right? right? So therefore, if I'm always, like, I didn't particularly like the fact that all you saw was my ass was smiling. Right, but I smile a lot. You do, yeah, you do. Like that's just natural. So therefore, they had a lot of footage of me just smiling. Right. Right. And so if I'm an asshole, (laughs) then guess what? If you asshole nine out of ten times, homie, you just an asshole. Mm -hmm. So you're saying I don't? I don't don't think that the producers kept Luke on longer. I think that Hannah really liked Luke. I mean, she did say he was the best kisser. I don't know. She might have been tripping when she kissed me, but she said he was. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> that's just me being playful, but mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> she did like him, you know. So I think she really kept him. I've never been. I've never been the lead, so I don't. Yeah, know how it worked. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I just know from my perspective, I feel that I was depicted correct. Like my mom never really seen me cursing. You got me on TV talking about. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E L P dot com slash 2BG1R. I wasn't yeah. happy that I saw that, but I clearly chose to say that. Right, right. You know? So it's, it's up to you two to <coughs> curate like the potential footage they might use essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you got to kind of curate what you want and they're different sides of you so right. whatever side of you that you show the most exactly. they're gonna that, show. And that's what yeah. it is right there there's different sides to all of us right mm-hmm. my grandmother my nana who lives in uh virginia like the most sweetest woman ever but i will clearly remember her saying beyonce is a hoe like, <laughs> damn grandma and she, and she said that because of the, the outfits that beyonce chooses to wear at times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. If out of ninety nine percent of my life thinking of my nana is the ultimate Christian woman, but I have that one thought, Beyonce, I hope, <laughs> and I show that, mm-hmm. you know, that my nana did say that, mm-hmm. she really did, yeah, that mm-hmm. she said it, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't coerce her to say that; she chose to say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, is it right that I think the viewers need to realize that there are multiple sides to all of us, but. If you're on the show for an ex- like, I was blessed to be on the show for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Those individuals, like you, may get to the top ten, or, you know, or further. You have more time to see them, and you should be able to see more than one side of their character. If you just see one side, then that person is an asshole. Like for me, mm-hmm. you saw me defending people. I defended mm-hmm. Luke S. I defended. Yeah. defended I, yeah. I, I cursed out Luke P. Luke, yep. Yeah. You also saw goofy as hell. You all saw mm-hmm. me smiling my ass off. You saw me twerking, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. all those are true right. depictions of who I am. Dynamic. Mm-hmm. Give, like, a dynamic depiction of, yeah. like, who you are. Yeah. yeah. Do you... Um, did you feel like, like, during the process, were you able to develop, like, genuine trust with the producers and the people who are around you? Like, what's your relationship now? Because we see a lot of contestants are, like, best friends with the producers, mm-hmm. but that just feels like... I don't know how I would feel about someone who also has a stake in my presenting my life on television. So, I mean, that's an extremely viable and fair thought, right? I would say I can think of four of them right now that I that I mess with that I think are cool people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll like I'll rip off the top of my head, Uh, and I'm talking about different degrees of producer, right? Not just like frontline producer Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think of that like a relationship. Like, let's say, you know, we were about to date. The level of trust, if I give you complete trust, then therefore we have a greater opportunity to have a, something good come out of it. Mm-hmm. If I don't trust you all real, rip, then ain't shit gonna come from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Like, okay. if I were to, let's say I were to talk to one of my homies that's like, Mike, I'm considering going on a show. They like me. He's conventionally good looking, mm-hmm. um, has, has a good background, X, Y, Z, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would say be true to yourself. Don't deviate. And yes, they're going to put you in situations, they as in, like, it's going to be, there's going to be one crazy ass dude on there who's mm-hmm. going to come at you, and it's going to be, you ain't going to have no sleep because you've been up all damn day. 
because you've been dealing with dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have had two glasses of wine. Like, be true to who you are. Yeah, you know, but we can, uh, we can all. I mean, hell, I've been deployed in the military. I'm, I'm damn sure said some colorful words to somebody before to make something happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not who I'm all the time, though, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's, you have control over your whole depiction on the show yeah. as well. Yeah. And don't, hey. yeah, you gotta. So you can't blame the producers, like, oh, it's their fault. I don't trust them. Right. Because it's you. It's you, too. At the end of the day, it's you as <laughs> well. You. Yeah. It is. Like, I don't blame the producers for. Again, I don't like the fact that all you see is me smiling, but I can't put in producers for that. Mm-hmm. All you got is a bunch of footage of my big ass smile. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what you gave them. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Okay. So switching over to Paradise. Um, and you decided to go on to Paradise, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem like there was any major love connections there. Um, and we saw you date a lot, but not really connecting with anybody. Um, to have like that spark um, were there any women on Paradise that you wish you got to know better um, if there were any women that I wish I got to know better I definitely made sure I got to know them better outside of TV oh okay, okay. like I said if I want you I'm gonna come at you going mm-hmm. that's true okay yeah it's a consistent theme you've strung here yes yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> Can you, so one couple that we're just so um, intrigued intrigued by yeah. would be John Paul Jones and Tasia. Mm-hmm. Can you explain yeah. to us, you've spent time with them, you know these two people, you've spent, you kind of saw their connection in real life. How did this love match happen? We're so curious. JPJ, he wanted Tasia. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna front that boy. He wanted Tasha bad. <laughs> oh, wow. Tasha is a conventionally gorgeous woman <laughs> when you use your character, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has an incredibly maturity about her. And mm-hmm. so I can see why he wanted her, see why he liked her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that Taisha is a beautiful spirit in the sense of she looks at the heart more so than anything else. Mm-hmm. And JPJ has a wonderful heart. Yeah. He's goofy as hell. Mm-hmm. He's a character. He's a spirit animal. I'm not going to deny none of that stuff mm-hmm. at all. I ain't denying none of that. Mm-hmm. But he also has a wonderful heart, and he's incredibly kind. Um, and mm. that um, that resonated with Tasha. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she got to the heart. Right. We don't really see much of the heart as the viewers. I mean, we can't. Yeah, we see kind of a character of John Paul Jones. Yeah, but yeah, it was always that's John Paul Jones. Like yeah. he, he he is. That's John that's him. Paul like actually in, him in the jean diaper. <laughs> Like running around, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look. He's everyone's best friend. He's like, yeah. He grew on me. He started to grow on me. Yes, at the very end. end, Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Mm Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the proposal format of Paradise? And, like, the pressure to propose at the end. There has to be, I think, three couples that propose at the end. And we know that Demi and Christian have called it off. So have Chris and Katie. So it doesn't really seem like it's working. Um, Like, if you had a connection on Paradise, a genuine connection, and got to that fantasy suite level, would you have proposed at the very end of this show? Um, I am never going to propose 
for no one else's praise. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like you ain't gonna be a mom in a romantic connection unless I feel 100% with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's say I was with Sydney on Paradise and, you know, I, we, we, we made it through to the end, right? Together. Let's say we made it through to the end to where people started to propose. That's the conversation between Sydney and I. And I don't give two shits what the producers say. That's how I feel mm-hmm. with Sydney, right? And, but that's how I feel with Sydney. Mm-hmm. And because at the end of the day, I don't care what no one else thinks. That's how I feel with that person, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I felt that she was the one for me, then maybe I would propose. If I felt that I really, really care for her and I want to continue to strive to make it work with her, mm-hmm. then we gonna leave a show and we gonna keep dating. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm curious why we don't see more of that, right? Of that good sense and people feeling as if they have to do a proposal in order right. to just continue dating the person. <laughs> Again, that's why I said if I had one of my homies that's about to go on the show, I said, "Be true yourself." Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, Dean, mm. this is one hundred percent. He know who the hell he is. Dean loves himself. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so about love. Dean says, "Look." Yo, Kaylin, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, right? Kayla mm-hmm. could have been like, yo, yo, this is what it is, you know, Dean. And mm-hmm. he was like, I bet. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's how I look at mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. It's sad when you hear, like, Chris and Katie broke up yeah. and all these broken engagements. It's like, damn, I wonder if they had not done the engagement and just... If they would still be together. ...committed to just dating, yeah. how would it be different? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, this pressure, this... I don't. Did you feel a pressure of, like, proposal? Like, they want you to propose. Like, is that a thing? I don't think you can... When it comes to moments that are hard, you're not going to pressure Yeah. When it comes to catching a football, yeah, I get pressure. When it comes to... You know, going on an interview, yeah, I can get pressure. But when it comes to the moment of my hearts, that's the purest thing. So you're not going to put pressure up on me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Because it depends on the individual, how they're receiving yeah. the yeah. quote-unquote pressure or if they're just kind of like rolling it off their back. And what their end goal is, too. That, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, remember, my end goal was I don't have an end goal. I'm trying to see if I can get them, you know, if I can be with somebody. Right. right. And, yeah. Uh, Just meet somebody genuine. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Mm. exactly so i mean you're not the bachelor there's no secret there we're still Mm. very disappointed and disgusted yep frankly but um (laughs) (laughs) we've talked very frankly on our podcast obviously that we believe had you been white you with 100 percent without a doubt would have been named the bachelor period So, and that's because if you just line you and Peter up side by side, quality wise, there's no competition. You're mm-hmm. the qualified, most qualified person that we've seen ever. I mean, yeah. Ari was a joke. Oh my <laughs> God. Of qualifications. Like, you're it. What do you think? What, yeah, of course. What do you think you could have done differently? What do you think they saw in Peter that they didn't see in you? If we're going to deny the race thing, mm-hmm. what, what else? Are they gonna? What are they explaining to you, or what have you heard or think? Um, there's no explanation. It's just you know, you're not the guy um, wow. for us. Um, I, I, I still know I'm a phenomenal man, as well as Peter. He's a phenomenal dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think because that's all I can go off of at this point is that Peter is 
going to bring in more viewers. I think that uh, Peter has more viewers already on his IG, right? He has double what I have. Mm -hmm. So what that tells us is that he already has more following. Uh, I think that he also made it further, but then you could argue, well, Hannah, I think she left at like seventh on Colton season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She left early. Yeah. So Hannah and I left at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know where her following was at that time. I know people are in love with her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to be true to me and I want to be in love and I want to, you know, I want to have that wifey, you know, that play spades with me and, you know, <laughs> teach me things and open up my life. And that's really it. Mm-hmm. I can't say I spoke to all the, the people that are in charge of create whoever makes the next producer, mm-hmm. me, bachelor, but I don't know what they're looking for, except for I know who I am. Yeah. Okay. True that. Well, yeah. And like you said, Peter seems like a nice guy, right? But everybody seems to have forgotten. Oh, was that <laughs> What? What? Was that y'all? Somebody said, I, if I went to Chipotle, I can't. Was that y'all who said that? I can't, like, distinguish him from another guy. Somebody said Might have. Probably. <laughs> that might have sounds been us. like us. <laughs> that does sound like what one of us said. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, he seems nice. You know, he seems like a fine gentleman. But everybody seems to have forgotten that he had a whole ass girlfriend before he came onto the show that he ghosted. So, <laughs> a homegirl did a whole expose yep. with Entertainment well, that, Tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Showed this receipts. He deleted all her Instagram photos. Yep. The mm-hmm. whole thing. The whole thing. And nobody seems to be talking about this. Everybody seems to just have forgotten about it, forgiven him. Um, why isn't this a point of conversation for anyone, you know, any contestant on the show that hasn't, like, brought this up? Like, why is anybody talking about this? Um, well, y'all just gave me some insight right there. Like, you didn't know. I, I didn't know pictures would have been deleted. I know, like, you said receipts or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We can mm-hmm. send you the link. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Like don't you, I believe you. I'm just like that's why you see my eyes. Like whoa, I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know. This. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't know. They don't. They don't tell me. I know what the average viewer knows. Once you know, right? Okay. Show. Yeah. That seems to be a story that they, somehow has just gotten squashed. Just, it didn't, not in the reunion, nothing. Yeah. No, after the final, like, Probably, nothing. Let's be 100. You think somebody gonna, you think Chris Harrison gonna bring that up at the reunion when they want him to be a bachelor? Uh, Jed, yeah. they brought up Jed's foolishness. They didn't want him to be the bachelor. They didn't want him to be the bachelor, but Jed's whole girlfriend scandal became a huge thing that they couldn't ignore. But for some reason, we've ignored Peter's. They wanted to be I mean, the that's, what we call, that's what we call media. That's yeah. what we call media. Yeah, spinning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we call media. <laughs> I love it. Would you do any other reality show? I mean, in the in the in the realm of re, uh, in the realm of dating, any reality yeah, show, anything. I would say any. Amazing Race. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> I, would love to. I would do some. I would do some definitely that that uses my intellect as well as my you know athletic ability. Show. Okay. Amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would I would do other reality shows. When it comes to romantic reality shows, uh, if they say hey, we want you to be a bachelor, that's a conversation we would have, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. 
I mean, I know what I said to them in them, in them rooms, so hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not going to say no to an opportunity that I haven't even been presented with yet. Right. Mm-hmm. So not saying no to reality, just open to what might come your way, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, open to what might come my way. But, yeah, <laughs> right now, I'm just focusing on me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, good. So let's, yeah, let's, so moving away from the reality world, mm-hmm. let's talk about like a very serious passion of yours, which we know is like health and wellness and that whole space. How did you, how have you developed an interest in that space? Like what's your origin story when it comes to like health and wellness? Growing up with three women, my mom, my sister, my grandma, mm-hmm. and just learning about a lot of the things that women have to go through. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, coming to a a situation that I had with my ex-girlfriend when she, you know, hyperventilated over a situation that had occurred Mm -hmm. to mother homegirl committed suicide for Mm. for certain reasons to my other homegirl sending me, you know, pictures saying she's fat in this picture and, you know, she's only sending it to me because I speak to her in a certain way that's not a lie, but at the same time, caring and motivational mm. uh, to my homeboy uh, telling me something that I never knew uh, and then to myself when I went through my little you know my, my times of depression mm-hmm. uh, there's been two times where I was depressed mm. like serious depression mm. like one time uh, I figured it out I figured out why but I got super depressed because I wasn't like growing in life I felt like I was being stagnant and like for my personality down work on me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the other times when me and my ex had broke up mm-hmm. and I realized to, I realized I'm selfish and mm-hmm. I realized that it's okay to be selfish but not okay to be self-absorbed mm-hmm. and what I mean is I realized it's okay to want to be happy it's okay to smile it's okay you know there's nothing wrong with that you know and so I figured out like I just went with my G from 2014 I put it up a post talking about I dare you to make someone else smile this weekend, right? That's just who I am, and that's just because I've realized when you make people happy, you care more. Um, you're you're happier yourself, and so I just mm-hmm. I, I took it as a positive. So many people look at the word selfish as a negative. I look at it as positive. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that the definition is that I utilize properly. So mm-hmm. I literally I thrive off of making you happy, making someone else happy that I care about. And in a return, they make me happy. And so I realized that when you're happy, you can, you can achieve the goals that you want in life and you can give it back to somebody else. And so mm-hmm. self-love is all encompassing of just, you know, reaching your goals and reaching the masses and reaching the things that you want to be able to do mm-hmm. and give it back to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can speak, I can bloviate on that all day. Mm-hmm. Period times on that. That's why I write a book. It's in the book. You're writing a book. Oh, yeah. I'm writing a book on self love. Love it. Oh, nice. That'll come out <clears throat> to next year. Okay. Um, it's about how it's the personal accounts as well as accounts from friends and family members of, like, for me, for example, how how I dealt with reality TV and people talking shit every day about my. Uh, my lips that they say will swear not, you know, uh, moisturize or about my eyebrows or about mm. me messing up on that occasion or that occasion and mm-hmm. whatever it may be, right? 
uh, to how do I deal with, you know, my homeboy that is gay and told me he wanted to commit suicide because he's gay, but he's he's a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I say I talk about self-love, I talk about a lot in my book, things that can, I just want to help the everyday person, you mm-hmm. know? Right. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, what you said resonates a lot. Like just showing kind, it starts with yourself, but then also as you are able to show kindness to others, show grace to others, mm-hmm. it automatically feeds back to you mm-hmm. and you feel great about yourself. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if you do it, you got to do it genuine, right? That's the, right. That's the key word. Yeah. That's the, the, the most important word. Mm-hmm. When you genuine, like, it's like, let's say, let's say I'm, I'm more, let's say I'm Jay-Z and I'm doing that, right? And I give you a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Hell yeah, you're going to be happy. But if I'm Jay-Z and instead of giving you a hundred thousand, I put your podcast on title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're more happy because right. like, yeah. Monetarily, I'm giving you less, but I'm giving you something that's so genuine and personal to you. Mm-hmm. You know, Impressive. and best believe. And talk about Jay Z. I remember telling one of his lines: uh, 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 "Anonymous to anonymous, anonymous to anonymous, something of that nature." That's the best gift, right? Why kind of Jay Z kick? But <laughs> like, that's just where it's at. When you genuine to someone, it, it means everything. It really does. Mm-hmm. And people could feel that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because mm-hmm. when you elevate others, it's the ultimate elevation for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely encourage therapy on this podcast all the time. We have both talked about being active in therapy ourselves and the importance of protecting our mental health. And we're also in some form creative, so we have to protect all our mental health as well part of the secret sauce of this podcast mm-hmm. um what kind of practices or rituals have you found to be successful for you when it comes to maintaining a balance with your mental health um i have my core group of homies like small very very small core group of homies and my sister she's she my homie as well that keep me alive keep me in check mm-hmm. at all times outside of that um i value Alone time. Mm, yeah. You know, alone time. I'm talking about the TV don't got to be on. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the IG don't got to be on. Mm-hmm. Uh, alone time. Whether that's me reading a book or me looking at my whiteboard and, and seeing where I am, you know, towards the goals that I want. Right. And the biggest thing for me, more so than both of those and more so than making someone else smile, the biggest thing is respecting myself and being true to myself. And what I mean by that, to not just be a buzzword, but what I mean by that is, let's say, like, I'll give you one of my goals. Um, I want, which one do I want to give you? Uh, <laughs> I want to have, I want to live a lifestyle of an athletic individual, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so therefore, I got some double stuff Oreos in my in my cupboard I was watching earlier. <laughs> like, if I go five days with drinking two gallons of water, right? I respect myself because that's a goal I set mm-hmm. and it makes me trust myself a little bit more. Right? Mm-hmm. We all here, if we honest to ourselves, do we really trust ourselves? Like if I was in a relationship, right? I've never cheated, never will cheat. I don't really care to go to Brazil on a naked beach. Cause like, 
I ain't trying to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I've never cheated, but at the same time, I'm not going to put myself in that position. Situations. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, and I, it makes me happier when, hell yeah, I'm going to say this gym today, right? Or, hell yeah, I did. Like, I sent my IG to 55 minutes. Like, mm, I don't okay. never make it. Uh, I never make it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> when I see that 55 minute come up, it's a trigger in my head. I put the jump, put the phone down, you know. And so those little nuances help me out, right? Mm. Like, when I'm playing, like right now, uh, I'm rereading this book right here, right? Oh, oh love that. Love Five Love book. Languages. Classic. Great book, right? Yep. So I reread that, and it makes me feel really good because I'm trying to, because I'm on a plane so much, I'm trying to listen to, you know, I love my music. I'm trying to listen to less music and read more. Mm -hmm. And the plane is a great place for me to escape. And I hate that they have Wi-Fi on planes now because it used to be an excuse. Now it's not an excuse. Right. Mm -hmm. So literally just saying, I'm going to do this and then actually going forward with it so today i want to read for at least 15 minutes yeah it's not hard mm-hmm. and when i do it guess what it makes me feel better about myself True. yeah right accomplished yeah yeah that's all it is it's accomplishments accomplishments mm-hmm. that's really all it is like is now it could be i'm not gonna curse out my girlfriend or boyfriend today some people are there yes yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. you don't have nothing crazy or drastic it could be for example I have all this liquor but I hardly ever drink unless I'm unless I'm celebrating something Mm -hmm. big it could be anything I could make up anything right because it's all about being personalized to you Mm -hmm. so that's how I keep my stuff in check that's the biggest one right there Mm-hmm. Like literally, my four goals. I have three. The blackboards really because I like black more than white when it comes to my boards. But I got three blackboards right there, mm. and four goals. I read them every single day. Mm. And anyone that knows me, they know I, I make all my goals happen. Guess what? That does for me. I am the most confident individual ever mm. because I trust myself no much. But I have yeah. a, a, mm. I have a history that I can go back when I do feel like a little punk because I do every now and then, like we all do. Mm-hmm. I have a history of. Bruh, remember when you said you was going to do that? You really did that? Yeah. Remember, remember when you went to the CEO of your company and you told him what you was going to do and you actually did it, homie? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that resonates with myself when I feel down about myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. That was all free. That was a word right For there. For everybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The Black Man in Wellness speaks. Yeah. That was really good. That was really good. Was really and good. I think... That's a big thing is holding yourself accountable yeah. so that you can trust yourself mm-hmm. so that when you say you're going to do something, you actually do do it because you had a track record of actually doing yeah. it. Yeah, and it's for yourself. Right. It's not for anybody else. Yeah. Right. Individual. Mm. So, so you told us about the book. That's very exciting. So mm-hmm. that comes out next year, Q2. What else? I know we've talked offline. You have a business that you're kind of developing. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. What can people expect? What are some of the goals that you have with that business? Um, the business literally is to help you grow your self-love and lower your insecurities. It's a online platform um, to where we have like a mini TV show. Uh, we mm-hmm. talk about, uh, we have 43 seasons right now. We talk about everything from PTSD to uh, having a miscarriage to being in the LGTBQJAP plus community. 
mm-hmm. to uh, having a you know being 62 years old, just getting a divorce. You know, I've been single for five years. How do you kiss someone again? Mm, you know? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We talk about so many different topics, um, and we literally want to help people lower their insecurities and raise their self love. Mm. Okay. So, what is your plan to help people of color? Because we know that that is not a space that people of color have really been um, introduced to, or if they have, it's been a very recently. Um, I think Thanks. it really started with our generation, um, and particularly women of color in the wellness space. Is there going to be a special TV show for them? Is there going to be are you going to have special therapists right. on deck? Like, what are you doing? We got an, we got an entire season on that. Oh, okay. Open it more about it. It's, it's on the round, so we got the, I got the whole season on that. Okay, well, we'll have to have you when back. I was a, when, when I was on a breakfast club, I was talking to Charlemagne oh, about uh, you know the, the mental health and how we can because you know he's really big into that mm-hmm. and how uh, you know utilize his platform because my platform nowhere near his level right and to bring awareness and not only awareness but solutions because I hate when people come to me with a problem with no solution right mm-hmm. and, but then also to answer your question I'm really really big before this podcast started I spoke to the national board of Big Brothers Big Sisters of America and Hmm. I one of the things that I want to do next year is and already doing I want a boatload of more specifically you asked the question on women but a boatload of more men to become mentors for little black boys Mm -hmm. little Latino boys Mm -hmm. Uh, because and this is nothing against whatsoever Big Brother Big Sister needs every single race to be mentors right but Out of the, out of a hundred percent of little boys and girls waiting, um, there's around eighty percent of them are black and brown boys mm. that have to wait over a year before they get matched with someone that looks like them. Wow! And their, wow! And their black mothers are saying, "Hey, big brothers, we want someone that looks like my son to mentor him." Right. Yeah. So, I'm trying to work with them to make it cool again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to bring awareness around it and to bring and to answer questions because, like, my homies might be like, bro, Mike, that's a good cause, but anybody got time for that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, don't you go get a haircut? Right. You know, you can't, you can't big bring, time. bring him. You can't yeah. bring, you can't bring little uh, aunt, you know, bring little mm-hmm. Tony, would you go get a haircut with you and chill with him for two hours? Like, right. that's all it takes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that that right there indirectly helps. Um, from a wellness aspect because it'll relieve stress from that single mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that mom that's in a relationship because you, I mean, we have children that come from a wonderful household that still want outside influence, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I'm definitely working on that because I was just talking to, uh, you know, Big Brothers right before this phone call and I was like, you know, because they're doing some things with the NFL and I was like, I never knew that I could be in the NFL when I was 10 years old. I'm six foot four, 225 pounds. Like, that's an NFL player right there when it comes to body composition. Mm-hmm. When I was a child, I didn't have that confidence from a man growing up, and I never talked to my mom about that. Mm, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just, I just didn't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think it would have been dope for me to have someone that I look up to as someone that's, oh, bro, you look like me, homie, but you're not. An athlete, you're not, you know, an entertainer. 
you just like a financial advisor. Like when I was a big, I'm a financial advisor that I'm tatted up. I was tatted up back then too. I look just like you and your homies. I look like your uncle. But at mm-hmm. the same time, there are other things that you can do. And right. so mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate for Big Brothers Big Sisters. And that's something big that I'm working with next year. Because I want to de- decrease the time it takes for um, a little black or brown boy to get partnered with a big brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also want adult men and women to know, bro, it ain't that expensive. Like, if you're going to McDonald's, homie, you know, to talk noise with your homies about mm-hmm. some girl or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you can bring your mentee along with you. Right. And, like, buy him a Big Mac. I give you $10 to buy him a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, you know, go, you want to play Madden all day. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. Like nobody has time, but you have to make time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. We all right. are busy, but mm-hmm. you can incorporate giving back easily into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And as we said earlier, as you give to others, it comes back to you. Yeah. So very important. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, to answer your question, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. I, I love it. And to be fair, because living in Harlem. I mean, I see big brother, big yeah. sisters all the time, and it's mm-hmm. always a white guy with a little black boy. Yeah. And I mean, the only thing I'm thinking, he must be a big brother, big sister, or that's yeah. just creepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why yeah. he's or walking with weird. this kid. Yeah. But yeah, we do need enough black and brown, more black and brown men who, one, remember it's cool to give back, and two, mm-hmm. spend time with these young kids out here. Yeah. Because they want to see somebody who looks like them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the white guy's doing fine giving guidance, but yeah. it's still very different when it's someone who yeah. matches your. I mean, really. Your, your experience. Your experience, experience in your life. Exactly. Because that white man is going to have a different life experience than that little black boy is going to. 100%. So. And I, I appreciate and I salute to that white dude for helping yeah. out. Yeah. That, that white woman for helping out. Yeah. Uh, of course. At the same time, you know, you want someone that look like you as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So aside from, because we've listened to you on a couple podcast interviews, and you always say that it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Mm-hmm. But what is your wellness motto and philosophy aside from that? Because we've heard that our whole life. But what is Mike's wellness philosophy and motto? My wellness philosophy is like my tattoo, breathe life. That's my Mm. life Uh, right there. Just to breathe life. And what I mean by that is live life to the fullest. Uh, Forgive yourself. I'm looking at my tattoos now. Forgive yourself. Know that if you don't, go for it, you ain't gonna never have it. Know that there's beauty and balance in life. Mm-hmm. And know that uh, I'm really looking at my tattoos from my, cause I got my knees <laughs> all on here. Mm-hmm. And know that there's beauty and growth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So when you do those things, you naturally smile. Like when you forgive yourself, like, Damn, I shouldn't have slapped him the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna smile. I feel a little better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's real. Oh, but man, I actually finished the five love languages for my second time. Like, mm-hmm. That's great. What are your love languages? If you don't mind asking. <laughs> for the ladies. Uh, yeah, for the ladies listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help y'all out, ladies. Uh-huh. Mike, what are your five like, Your I guess what are your top two, baby? Uh, I'm definitely, I love touch. Mm-hmm. And I, touch. I love acts of kindness. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Awesome. Now, like, if you, like, Let's say we're a date and you're acts of service as well. Like, if I get home first, I can put on dinner. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Right. Plus stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like if you drive in my car, like if you see me on E, put some gas, put in, some it, gas in it. Put some gas in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without having to ask, so, you just do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't like, you like. You know good well I want some gas. Like you know what I'm saying. Don't throw some gas in there. <laughs> right. That's how you show love mm-hmm. to Mike. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember when my uh, when my ex like she had got a brand new car. And we was at the store, and I just like bought her like uh, like this thing that had you know pump up your tire. It had the, the you know the thing that everybody should have in their trunk. Yeah, I just bought her like stuff like that, like just little stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. genuine like an act of service without thinking, without, or asking. Yeah. You just know Being considerate. the person yeah. happy. Awesome. Then touch me. I like to tell you know we watching Netflix. Come over here. We watching Disney Plus. Touch me, boy. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I love it. A little cuddle session, a little yeah. Netflix and chill yeah, session. Uh, I feel you. Physical touch is my number two. I feel yeah, that was my number two also. Mm-hmm. Love it. So what are your, going into 2020, what are some of your resolutions? I know you have your blackboard with all your goals and stuff. What are some of your, um, I guess, what are some of your resolutions and how do you operate in a new year? Like, mm-hmm. what do you suggest for people as approaching the new year? Do you set suggest uh, resolutions? Do you make a theme? Like, what do you do every new year? I give two craps that it's New Year and I care that today is oh, wow. um, Thursday. Mm. That's what matters. New day. Just, yeah, it's, it's Thursday, homie. So, like, what are you going to do today? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. one of my goals is to make my first million. I'll tell you that one. I'm not waiting until January 1st, 2020. Right. It's like, bro, what am I putting in action right now? Like, mm-hmm. I talked the other day about my stocks on my IG. I hardly ever talk about finance on IG because no one likes it. But, like, because <laughs> I get... I bore people really quickly, but like, <laughs> you know, are you reading a book about finances? The Intelligent Investor right there by Benjamin Graham. Mm-hmm, you know, mm. don't pick that book up come January 1st. Pick it up right now. It's best say Thursday. Mm, right. True. That's a great approach. Yeah. And that's a big part in trusting yourself, too, because you trust yourself that you're not you don't have to wait till the new year. You're not going to procrastinate and that you're going to do it because you woke up this morning. True. And guess what happens? Right. Today is what's today? 18th. Today's the 18th, right? Or 19th, my apologies. Um, so we have 12 more days before the new year, right? Mm-hmm. If you start today, or let's say this podcast comes out tomorrow, if you start tomorrow, you have 11 days left. I pinky promise you, you will smile if you started, if, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. If you started today, you know, only missed three days. So come by the new year, you already ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, don't wait till the new year, homie. Like, get it, get, get it popping today. Get it done today. Yeah. Well, so true. And last question to close out the interview portion. How exactly did you get your smile to be as perfect as it is right now today? <laughs> did you have braces when you were a kid? How long did you have them? Did you go through an ugly phase for a little while? How did you, how did this happen? <laughs> I go through an ugly phase every time I feel like growing my hair, which is like every three months. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, oh my God. I was literally growing out locks before I went on the show. But, uh, really? I, yeah, oh, I wanted locks real bad. I still want them real bad. Like, every day, I want locks. Oh. But, uh, I had braces for nine months in eighth grade, I think. Eighth or ninth grade. Okay. And then, uh, um, <laughs> I almost said something. I, uh, I definitely have a water flosser. That's number one. Water flosser mm. all day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like flossing, but water flosser while I'm in the shower. You know, sing a Bruno Mars or something. That's <laughs> water floss, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, water flosser, and uh, I definitely use. I got my little 
this is no like ad, but I use I really do use my Colgate uh, thing they gave me. Mm-hmm. I really do use that. Thing. Uh, that's about it, really. And I don't drink coffee, so I'm not really I don't drink coffee mm. or coffee, nothing like mm, that. So I prefer both stains. Stain my teeth, yeah. I, yeah. And that's not no shade on anybody. I just don't like coffee. Right. Okay. Wow. Well, whatever you're doing is working. Yeah. Because your teeth look pearly white and very straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. <Appreciate it. laughs> so we want to say thank you so much, Mike, for letting us pick your brain. That concludes our interview portion, but we're going to dive into the mailbag, which is exclusive to our Patreon subscribers. Um, so everybody listening, please head over to patreon.com slash the number two black girls, the number one rose to join the patreon crew and hear mike um right now is going to dish out some advice on your dating relationship life questions Mm. that you all sent in Mm. um we have a a very juicy question i'm ready to dive in about a listener who's been married for 20 years and has now fallen out of love so Mm. um mike we're gonna try and get some some (laughs) advice from advice from mike (laughs) on what the hell she should do with that um but anyways thanks so much again mike for coming on letting us grill you with all of our questions do you have any shout outs any social media shout outs anything that our listeners should look forward to anything like that um just when i do my book tour next year come out support show love let me know how you feel Hell yeah, book tour. Wow. Shout out. Book tour. Jeez. Yeah, they will be there. Yeah, they sure Don't will. Don't you worry. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.